this. So we are recording now. We are recording? Yeah, but we can just start whenever we'll right, 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 right. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Or we'll leave all of this in. Yeah. yeah. I like that script, too. That would happen. <laughs> hey, I'm Jacob. And I'm Alden. And we're both teachers at a Canadian school in China. And we're searching for answers. But poorly. So that makes us real human beings. This is our podcast where we talk about random stuff like uh, movies, TV shows, music. Life in China, teaching, politics, sports, pretty much whatever we're interested in. Uh, So what's on the schedule today? Today we talk about the BBC American series Dirk Gently based off of Douglas Adams' book series. We're also going to talk about censorship in China and how it is the... Also today, Jacob gets into the football zone. Love it. And Alden defends George W. Bush. Sure. Um, So uh, the first topic we have today is the TV series, uh, which just came out, called Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. I believe that's the name, right? Yes, I believe so. And so the plot, just to give you guys a little background, in case you haven't been up on the show yet, in which case, why are you... Here. No, I'm just kidding. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. I should. We should say that. Yeah. Right it's the about bat. 30 minutes. So I just skipped 30 minutes ahead. <laughs> Maybe we don't know. <laughs> um, so the the synopsis goes: uh, Todd, who is played by Elijah Wood, my bro. Uh, he's a normal guy who life gets turned upside down when a detective named Dirk Gently kind of invades his life and tells him, "Hey, you're my assistant now." Uh, Dirk drags him into a mystery involving a kidnapped girl, a techno cult. A holistic assassin, body switching, government conspiracies, and time travel. Uh, along with Todd and Dirk, there is Amanda, who's Todd's sister, Farah, who's a bodyguard, uh, Bart, who's a assassin, Ken, an electrician, the Rowdy Three, uh, the government agents, a uh, rock star named Lux DeJour, and Patrick Spring, an eccentric inventor, and many more. It was, uh, it was made by BBC America. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a it's a firmly American show, um, yeah. With BBC backing, in a way, it reminded me. I think BBC has sort of gotten this like sheen or like swath now. Like if you watch the new Doctor Who, there's that sort of like production quality that they have associated with it. I think BBC has a very Sherlock has the same thing too. There's sort of these. I'm not sure if it's the cameras they use or something. I don't know. It's sort of got. This, it looks clean. It, it looks, looks very, very nice. clean. Yeah, yeah it, it looks, looks very nice. good. It's very like good. like no 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 problems there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's BBC America. Uh, it's written and created very much by this one writer named Max Landis. Uh, he who, did uh, Super... What was it? Super... What was that show he made? The movie? Uh, American Ultra. American and he Ultra. made Chronicle. Those Chron- are the two, yeah, that's right. Those are the two that I know yeah, yeah. distinctly. He also writes comic books and yeah. other stuff. He's very active online and He's kind the son of, of somebody famous, right? Is he? Yeah. I don't actually know that I much. I can't remember I know him through Screen Junkies, actually, yeah. which is a online movie show uh, on YouTube, yeah. and he's very competitive, but he's also got a lot of charm and, like, passion. Yeah. So, whereas sometimes I don't always agree with the stuff he's saying, I do admire the fact that he, you know, yeah. he feels very strongly about the things that he's he He's got does. a very good uh, little so. YouTube clip, I remember, if I think this is him, of him getting drunk and talking about uh, Superman. And the death yes. of Superman, which was, I think, was my yeah. first introduction to him, and and you can definitely see his imprint on the script of Dirk Gently. Um, mm-hmm. It is very much a Max Landis script. Yeah. Um, if you know, if you've seen any of his other works, he has a very distinctive way of writing characters, a way of writing dialogue. 
um, and way of writing scenes, and I think this really is yeah, there shown were, here. There were scenes where I was like, yep, that's classic, yeah. line this right there, buddy, yep. bam. Yep. Um, no, I didn't actually say that, but uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, so anyways, uh, start. so we got kind of the background. Um, just I'll pose the question. Uh, what did you think? Where do you want to go with this? Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I mean, I've read the source material. So the original material comes from Douglas Adams' book, uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Um, they're very much divorced. They are not the same. They are incredibly mm-hmm. different. Um, but I don't think that's a problem. I didn't have a problem with it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked it. I liked. I love Elijah Wood. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... Both uh, on a spiritual and physical yeah. level. I think he's an amazing... I think that's a good Amazing good thing to being. start start with because yeah. Elijah Wood is kind of the character that you come in with. He's the Luke yeah. Skywalker. He's the you know the, he's the everyman. Yeah, yeah. You know he's he's the guy who you kind of see through, and he's playing pretty much kind of a hapless sidekick. Yeah, and you could you could like switch out scenes in like Wilfred, mm-hmm. for example. Mm-hmm. Like he's mm-hmm. doing a lot of the same stuff yeah. he does there, yeah. and stuff like Over the Garden Wall. Uh, pretty much anything. Like Elijah Wood does it great, and Hapless. I love him yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I think you because I like him. Yeah. You could accuse him of being one note, but I think he does it really well. Yeah, and uh, I mean he's he, very he, charismatic. He can, yeah, way, right. I mean, like the people always say, like, oh, actors should have you know breadth of skill or whatever. Yeah. But if somebody can play one note perfectly why change why change why change yeah Yeah. no but i mean like it's like i'd rather hear a musician play a song perfectly that i've heard them play before than them try and do something and fail miserably yeah i mean and there's nothing to say that they shouldn't experiment i'm not saying elijah is this one note trick pony but he definitely you're i agree with you he definitely plays similar characters i mean Uh, i think he's great in this because he's very believable and and there's a sort of there's a bit more darkness to him here right yes that's That's true true. there's a bit more darkness to him in this one Mm -hmm. He's a little bit more negative, and um, he's definitely he's got his own secrets. I think I think that's true. You could say that's true with Belford too. I yeah. mean, he's in this series. Todd Bratzman, I think that's his last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he is kind of a jerk, or his yeah. comes out that in his past uh, he's kind of been this manipulative yeah. sort of yeah, and he's trying to do better, um, or he thinks he's trying to do better when really he's kind of just aimlessly kind of just, sleepily going through life his, yeah. he's gonna get kicked out of his apartment blah blah, blah. Yeah. he's a bellhop and he's called uh to go up to the penthouse which mm. has been um like there's been quiet for a really long time we're not gonna go through the whole plot because yeah. it's really but it's i just convoluted. just to start just to, yeah, <laughs> yeah very convoluted um, i'd say i'd say like, like for me i think like the way they introduce each character very yeah. strong so they have the bellhop yeah. Elijah Wood, he goes up, he sees this very crazy scene, he discovers a murder, yeah. and then he's fired because of it, and that sort of falls out. And so and he then meets he, this crazy guy named Dirk Gently, who, who just... breaks into his yeah. apartment, and just, so kind who follows of, the will of the universe, and right. just sort of solves mysteries by living. And that's... I don't know, you can correct me if you're wrong, if, if I'm wrong, because yeah. I only... I have a very limited, compared to you, mm. uh, sharing of the, the source material. I just remember there was a radio drama mm. that I listened to, but... That seems very similar. In oh the yeah, fact that's that definitely. Dirk gently yeah. kind of just does. Yeah, he like, doesn't. He doesn't try and solve yeah. mysteries. That's his whole point. Is right. he's not trying to solve mysteries because he's he holistic. It. He's holistic. It just happens. Um, so that was that was very similar. But I think there's like so you have Elijah Wood. They introduce him that way, and at the same time they introduce uh, Ken, the electrician, mm-hmm. uh, who's been hired to build something, and then this crazed woman shows up and is chasing him with a machete, and she's trying to kill. 
Dirk Gently. And it's she very, says, are you Dirk, Dirk Gently? Gently? And yeah. he's like, no, no. Why would I say that I'm yeah. Dirk Gently? <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's very funny. Like, like, there's a lot of humor yeah. to it. You can yeah. see... Yeah, like like Alden is totally right. Mm. It's it's I, I agree. I mean, I trust you. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's Thank not you. it's not the source material. It's in Seattle. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. in, it's not in England yeah. or anything. But it's very much like same humor. Yeah, similar yeah. like spiritual yeah. success. Yeah, success, exactly. Right? It's it's very much in the same spiritual vein. Um, and like you have Bart introduce this female uh, holistic assassin. She just shows up, and yeah. if it feels right to murder somebody, she does. And like, so she's kind of like the shadow, like, Dirk, like yeah. there, there's multiple. There's many more than just these two yeah. plot lines, but yeah. these two are the ones that kind of like Con- coincide. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, but, she'll say things yeah. that Dirk will say. then say, yeah. like you know, very, very similarly. It's yeah. interesting because they start with about six. Or five different storylines that eventually all get woven together, mm-hmm. and the, and the show does a very good job too, I think, with making you assume things about characters. So, for example, like yeah. the uh, Rowdy Three, which yeah. are four people. Yeah, <laughs> um, like they that. are they are initially portrayed as a sort of chaotic agent, but then they turn out to be good, and it eventually unfolds. Spoiler alert: that uh, Dirk Gently, Bart, the Rowdy Three, these sort of otherworldly connected to some other power are all part of this nebulous um, like super secret program right yeah um, this is that, that this they, is where the government, government steps in yeah in. and they uh they are sort of being tried to get tracked down by this uh government agent yeah and who's got Actually, the best sidekick yes i loved these two guys <laughs> okay. there's a lot of duos yeah, like that's something of, that i wanted to bring yeah, up good there's okay. a lot of duos so yeah. Uh, there's Dirk and Todd. Rod. There's Bart and Ken. Yeah. There's two detectives who are very awesome as yeah. well, Estevez and Zimmerfield. Yeah. They're very funny. Yeah. But they're the 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 government agents might be the best. There's yeah. this one kind of kindly, you know, kind of fatherly looking yeah. figure. Mustache. Like he's very like he's very much yeah. like all right. You know, yeah. But, he's but like then, he's... <laughs> then there's the, his his sidekick is this like dumb as rocks like yeah. just jock jock yeah and it's great it's, yeah. he's he's, he's probably talking. some of my favorite things because he's he's dumb and the whole entire thing like even at the end of it like he never gets it yeah no, he, he, he never, never gets under- any better yeah. like he's just, just always dumb this all dumb the time. he's very good at his job which is killing people but he's really really dumb so i guess let's let's rewind this because it might get confusing so the plot at its <laughs> core is that there is a girl who's been kidnapped right a girl's gone missing dark gently is trying to find her yeah and he hires Todd or enlists Todd's help, Elijah Wood's character, to find this woman. Because the universe yeah. kind of like said, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. you need to, right? Yeah. The, the two detectives that Jacob mentioned earlier, uh, Zimmerfield and Estevez, Estevez yeah, yeah. are also looking for the girl. So they're wrapped up in it. Mm-hmm. Bart and Ken are going after Dirk. Yeah. And the two CIA-ish agents, who I forget their names, are going after Dirk and whoever's around. And then yeah. the rest of the sort of characters just sort of pile on yeah. to the story. So which there's is, this like techno cult. Like, yeah, and it starts growing really complicated. Weird. Again, yeah. we can't really spoil anything because the plot's so difficult to explain. It's kind of good. <laughs> if, yeah, <laughs> if we if we were to explain the plot, it would last all this time. Yeah. So, but, you know, everyone's looking for Lydia Spring. Yeah. And it's like this kind yeah. of, you know, yeah. big this mystery. mystery yeah. and, and it's very They good, do a very good job with pacing. I think it's a very con- yeah, concise definitely. season. Definitely. I think so. Let's go back to my, my overall feelings. I think it was very good. I enjoyed the characters. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed the music quite a bit. The I was actually going to bring that the up. The music yeah. was very good. Um, a lot of very sort of bloop, 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 weird and like noise. Ther- theremin? Bloop, 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 bloop. Is that it? Yeah, theremin. theremin? Woo! Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that stuff. too. Yeah. Um, 
I really liked the way the characters were introduced. I think they all had very good... Uh, none, of the, none of the characters... Even the, like, throwaway characters yeah. seemed, like, well fleshed out. Like, there's two FBI agents that they introduced briefly. Yeah, I love... And they have those a little, guys were funny, they're too. They're funny. For, they're there's for like, like, ten this, minutes. There's, and like, this alpha... He's, like, yeah, it doesn't... We, we're not the bitch, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, like, this kind of, like, you know... Jockey, sort of, like, yeah. trying to... And then know. the other guy's name is Weedle, which yeah. is, like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They've got some very good <laughs> characters just built up. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I guess the, the one... Com- a couple complaints, yeah. a couple sort of concern. The you know the cinematography was fine. There was no real yeah yeah no with it. it looked nice. Yeah. Um, um, I think one of the things that's interesting, <laughs> or something that I kept on thinking, because I, I watched a couple, but I didn't watch all of it afterward. Mm. So so I watched it once, and this is something we could also maybe talk about. I don't mm. know if we'll get there, but like I binged it pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I did it all. Yeah, I did the same. Um, one night, and then and then. Later, okay. I, throughout like the past couple of days, I watched a couple, but not not a ton, right? And so it's interesting watching it again because you pick up on different things and knowing the mystery, and yeah. knowing everything. There are lines in there that now make more sense. Oh yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. So maybe actually rewatchability yeah. is actually yeah. um, okay in this. But one thing that I was noticing and something like kind of similar to Wilfred mm. uh, is that every single episode like Dirk drags Todd drags Elijah Wood's character mm. into some crazy thing and he's like Dirk I'll never let you you know do this again and he does it again and he does it again right? yeah. yeah he keeps on getting and it's yeah. kind of like after a certain point it's like Todd what were you expecting come on yeah, man. yeah. like but I see but it happens like once an episode yeah. just to like remind you I yeah. guess I don't know so but that was one thing that I was kind of like yeah I would I think overall for yeah. me, the strengths were the sound, the characters. Yeah. I think overall I'd give it a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think I'd give it a 7.5. What, and I think the weaknesses just come from sort of the predictability. Mm-hmm. And the sort of like stately manner or in which it unfolds. is like each episode will introduce a new confusion. Yeah. They'll answer some questions from the last one, but they'll introduce new confusing things. And he just does it just that boom, boom. Like you're saying, there's always the thing that gets added, mm-hmm. right? The complication. I don't know. What did you think about it? What did you What did you draw from it? What was your strengths and weaknesses here? Yeah, I agree. Um, I do really like the characters. I like the sense of humor. I like the fact that, similar to another show mm. that we were talking about recently, Bob's Burgers, like mm. every single character has their oddity and yeah. their kind of weirdness, right? Mm. Like even, even Farrah, who's supposed to be kind of like this... This, no nonsense yeah like like bodyguard Regarding. type thing like she comes off as really weird and so in yeah. certain things and you know i kind of like i kind of appreciate the fact that it's like yeah it's giving everyone you know a distinct yeah there's like because i watch something like criminal minds or something yeah. or ncis or whatever yeah. they're all this like it's i can't tell story. them apart right yeah, you know same, yeah, it's just <laughs> doesn't matter person, what, same story doesn't matter which i mean i mean no these aren't the same these yeah. you shouldn't be comparing these two but like that's just an example yeah. um so yeah i really liked that uh, one of my favorite little bits comes at the end when Ken, who's the electrician who's mm-hmm. following around Bart, the the holistic assassin, uh, he he's the he's the assistant to her. He shares a look with Todd, mm-hmm. who's the assistant to Dirk, mm-hmm. and they kind of just both give themselves a shrug, like yeah, they were, were like they they knowingly they know like ah oh, this person is dragging me around. I'm like the normal person. I kind of yeah. again it was like a little part, but yeah. I really. I don't know. I don't know why that stuck out to me. But no, I but really it, like it's that. good. It's so. like I think it, it speaks a lot to like the the craving in every person for for a life of excitement. I think yeah. it, it, you know, it tells to us a lot when pretty much ninety nine percent of our shows 
that we watch, yeah. any I pick any TV show, are exciting, right? They they show us the excitement, mm. right? But it's very safe. I mean, if I was Todd, it would be really if Dirk if somebody broke into my apartment and said you come <laughs> with me, I'd be like, no, go away now and just close the door and just push him out and just nope. And if they came back, hi, police. Can you come by? There's a crazy person. Like it, it's again, it's so contrived, right? It's a contrived Suspension way of disbelief. Yeah, often. I know. I'm aware of that. But my point is that the television. This is. I think this is partly because I've been watching a lot of um, Slavoj Zizek's Pervert's Guide oh, to Cinema yeah, and Ideology. Okay. So, who is a Polish, right? Slovenian. Slovenian. He's okay. a Slovenian philosopher. He's a Marxist. Hel Hel Helgenian. Hegelian, Hegelian Marxist philosopher. He's from Slovenia. Anyway, he's brilliant. He released a movie um, that was directed by... Oh God, what's her name? Can't remember. It's okay. Uh, Pervert's Guide to Cinema, where he dissects movies and sort of looks at them from a very sort of like... From this philosophical, philosophical background, yeah. Lacanian, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Freud yeah. tries to like. It's not, I even watched it. Looks yeah. really cool. I, I really enjoyed. It, it. I'd so. recommend it. But yeah. his point is that um, television and film are more. They're fantasies, but they are more real than real. They condense reality. So, like reality mm. is like this experience, and there's a lot of boring parts in reality, like waking up, taking a shit, blah blah blah, like doing the everyday life stuff, mm. right? That like gotta wash the dishes oh man there's a leak better clean fix that right like all the things that are the mundane the mundane part and then in a film that hyper condenses it mm -hmm. right it makes we look at the things and we say okay this is exciting and dirk gently does a very good job in making it exciting everything's exciting mm -hmm. everything's happening so todd is sort of like being dragged through this and he is resisting it like you said every episode he resisted yeah. but there's that excitement there and what what's strange is that him and ken are the only characters that resist the excitement. Yeah, that's true. Amanda doesn't. Right. Farah doesn't. Farah doesn't. She's just like, I gotta... Like, every character yeah. is moving with the excitement. Even the FBI and the detectives and everybody yeah, else, they're true. moving that's with true. the excitement. Todd and and uh, Ken are the only ones who are actively putting this break up and saying, this is crazy. too much. It's yeah. crazy. It's, it's not, mm -hmm. like, real or correct. And maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it's just sort of one no. of those things that I think lends itself well to the to the everyman part yeah. of well, that. Well, you need of, that in, yeah, in to a ground TV it. show, right? And I just wonder what would be different if yeah. Todd just went along with it. Like if yeah. both Ken and Todd were just like, whatever, and just like went like full yeah. hog into it, what would it have ended up looking like? Maybe yeah. it would have looked like Doctor Who. Because Doctor Who, the assistants, That's true, yeah. are often like very gung-ho too. They yeah. like, they're having fun. Yeah, I've I've tried a couple episodes of Doctor Who and never really been able to get which which uh, which Doctor Who was it? Matt Smith, David Tennant, David Tennant, David Tennant. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I mean, again, I, it's kind of like <laughs> at a reference, you know, say, I don't know, what, you know, getting so meta here, but I'm gonna reference uh, Jeff Winger's speech on religion. Uh, I see its appeal. I would never take it away from anyone, but it's just not for me personally. Like uh, Doctor Who, I guess. Um, but yeah, I can see definitely Dirk Gently shares a lot of influences mm -hmm. with that. And, and Doctor Who is BBC America as well? No, it's just BBC. It's just BBC? BBC, BBC. Yeah, okay. Um, huh. It's weird yeah. that, you know, BBC America, like, why, what? Well, yeah, I don't know. That's strange. I don't get companies. <laughs> Me neither. I don't get business. This is why we're doing this. This is why I'm not a multi-bazillionaire. That's not even a number. I made it up. I've, that's I've, how shit I am. We business. haven't really found any answers to life, though. That's, no. the, that's the problem. No. So. Uh, all right. 
Cool. Anything else you want to like mention about this? Then um, uh, I would recommend people say? watching it. I think it's yeah. very good. I'm glad it got picked up for a second season. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think it did anyway. Because it ends. It does end on a cliffhanger. Yes, it does. Yes, it does end on a cliffhanger. Um, I think the characters are very strong. I'd like to see where it's going with the current arc it has. Yeah. Um, acting was strong. I, I agree with you. Seven out of seven point five out of out of ten. That sounds about right. Yeah. You know? I think I think the weaknesses just come from this. It's just a. It's got some predictability. The the characters aren't really characters. I guess would be a way to describe it. Yeah. They're they're tropes, right? Okay. Like I mean, I guess. Like, well, I, see, the only character who shows nuance is weirdly Dirk. Dirk has moments of extreme self doubt. Yeah, that's right? interesting. Dirk Dirk is kind of like he's he's this agent of change, right? Yeah. Who's thrust into there into everyone's lives but yeah that's true because he does he's have these but he swings up. back and forth yes. wildly yeah. in his emotions and in but his it's capabilities just, it's like Todd right? is the guy who yeah. resists that is that is yeah. his character right and there's like little things that make them like yeah. individual Amanda is you're the right scared about Rowdy 3 are the violent guys yeah. Farrah is the tough girl who's not tough it's like mm. there's sort of the trope there's a tropiness to it but I think it's, it's almost like you know what it's like it's like reading a pulp novel like it's sort of like it's like it's it's so larger than life mm-hmm. that it's like it's like a, reading a silver era silver era age comic book or like the sort of pulpiness of it right and like because they introduced that one character who's like I am a steampunk time warrior ah, like, yeah, right like, and it's yeah. like they just have these like create and like this machine yeah. transfers souls and puts a rhino into the wall and like it just makes <laughs> I, and a, there's a kitten that's also a shark and like, I don't know I think I think it's a little bit more nuanced in that not that it needs to be necessarily mm. um those aren't gunshots by the way don't worry yeah if those show up on uh on the they will yeah okay <laughs> yeah uh we do live in china yeah uh as you heard in the introduction and yeah. uh if one thing is true they do actually fire off a lot of fireworks they love their fireworks here yeah so much it's really it's pretty cool kind of crazy yeah um so anything else to say or can you cut it here or any final thoughts yeah, final thoughts Dirk Gently a good show exciting fun to watch a good sit down uh, great to s- with your significant other or your body pillow if you're like me <laughs> wonderful it's wonderful <laughs> sit down with some significant other watch it have a good time you can get a bit pissed while you while you while you watch it uh, yeah that's good right, right? okay we'll, we'll have a little break and then come right back <laughs> into it
it's just it, it, we're not that old that's the other thing we're not that old that I already feel like oh god <laughs> yeah I mean that's something that I actually kind of rail I, I kind of rail against a little bit I hate when people are like oh yes uh, I'm so old like do, do you understand there's like yeah. kids who didn't grow up with night well of course you know mm-hmm. It's called time. Yeah, right? I don't know. It's the function of the universe existing. I didn't grow up during the you know Kennedy assassination. Yeah, right. Yeah, something like that. I don't, yeah, I don't know what the one is. Anyway, well, it's, it's weird because my dad watched the moon landing. Yeah, right. Like yeah. he was he's he has a, a memory of that. Yeah, he has a memory of watching it. Isn't that crazy? And it's just like okay, cool. Isn't like, time crazy? crazy? <laughs> That's our new session. Time is crazy, yo. Time's whack. Um, no, but I think I think that's an important thing to talk about. In that, like, where did we get onto the topic of nine eleven? What was the? You said moment of silence. Oh, moment of. Silence. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> but it is it is true that like there's these sort of important cultural events. Like now it's in a history book, right? So like, what events do we have now that you think are going to be in history books in let's say twenty years? Let's say ten years. Ten years from now. What event that has happened recently will be in history? And well, that's easy. I know, but in the Trump presidency, but that's going to be in a book. Regard- it's on Wikipedia. It's going to be in a book regardless. But I'm talking about an event, like a specific event, <coughs> like a specific, like the ruling, like the recent ruling he passed, uh, like the executive order or whatever. Is it going to be something a bit more like vague, like the, it's, I don't know, the, this is the, will it be the start of something? The start of the World War III. Maybe you can see the roots. This is like 1938 Germany. Like, the roots. And people go look back 10 years from now, like, oh, we should have seen the signs. Like, you know, it's, it's the danger as historians to play the future guessing game. The what ifs, the like maybes, the wherefores, the how did this happen? You know, it's... Wherefores. Wherefores, wherefore art thou's and all that. But my... My question is, what event that has happened in the past year do you think will be that is not the Trump presidency? That is not the Trump presidency. Kind of overshadows everything. That's the point. What has been missed? What is? God. What do you think in the in the last year? What event will be in a history book in ten years' time? I'm going to think about this one too. Hmm. Rogue One. <laughs> Uh, no, I really don't. I really, I, this was a surprise question, which I wasn't prepared for. <laughs> prepared for. Give I haven't taken copious notes. We'll, we'll get back to it. We'll, right, we'll, we'll get back to it. Yeah, I, I, I've got my answer. This is the problem. I always ask questions that I don't know the answers to. It's a classic teacher question. <laughs> I ask a question that I know that I'm already smarter than in the students. So when they answer, I'm like, good. And then I provide my answer, which is the right answer. <laughs> Just joking. But not really. But not really. <laughs> The Alden philosophy. <laughs> right. um, no, I think I think the event that will be remembered is this sort of uh, growing trend. It's going to be more of like a theme. Oh. But 2016. I know what it's going to be. What is it going to be? Brexit. Nah. I'm going to say the isolationist policies being developed within Western Europe and North America. That's Brexit is an example of that. Well, sure. Yeah. But I mean, like, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. no, no, it's fine. No, Brexit, Brexit. The idea of this, this, that, that this, this, the strong isol- isol- isolationist movement, essentially, 
pushing against, and I and I think you often talk about this with the the whole pendulum swinging, right? Yeah, yeah. Globalization is also on the pendulum. We always view it as this inevitable process. Everything just gets more global, and it becomes more global, and everybody's interconnected. That's not fucking true. We predict <laughs> that. We predict that it's going to go there, but we don't actually know. Like you could predict that yes, the gov- the the governments and the internet are going to join together maybe they'll make us more partisan more split up more divisive than before and we'll swing back to this isolationist policy um you know we already see evidence of that in um china with uh, xi jinping's current trend of this is the, that is the chairman uh, xi jinping is the current chairman of china he is uh saying that we're not allowed to build international schools right at the moment so they're they've slowed they've halted all construction of international schools mm-hmm. on the china mainland um they're still allowed to be here, yeah they're not ba- banned but they're, but they're just not, not building, building any anymore. new ones yeah, exactly yeah. so yeah. he's stopped he wants to limit western influence and you say you see the same thing with trump make america great again brexit mm. you've got france with its rising right-wing yeah. population got to switzerland and it's not mm. that that's been like a theme in yeah. europe for ever now yeah. what was was the one in greece like the golden sun or something the like golden that? it's it's golden some, path is peru yeah. that's it's 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 yeah, some, it's golden, it's some yeah. but they're yeah. Nazis essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, um, and then you've got the stuff in like Albania and Bulgaria, yeah. and then you have ones in Spain. The nationalist movement has always been very strong there too, and, and you know, yeah. and, and Russia too. For, I th- yeah, yeah, and I think this segues neatly into our next. I sec- was just about to say that section, which is about censorship. Yeah, uh, we decided to talk about censorship. I think, I think we want to like impart some, you know. <laughs> radio free yeah, uh, China yeah, or something like that not really <laughs> yeah. but like just just give like an uh, and our own impressions of like life in China yeah. and like one of them one of the very big ones is censorship and mm-hmm. I think I agree with you it goes along very well with your idea of isolationism mm-hmm. you already gave a really good example with the shutting down of you yeah. know, international schools yeah right um, so anyways but is that yeah. censorship well, whatever. I, I think it's no, but I'm, no, I'm actually just questioning. No, it is related. I'm saying, but I'm just yeah. I'm wondering. Like, do you think it's censorship? Yeah, think I think it's the government censoring well, is the it? thought. Yeah. yeah, see, it's tricky, yeah. right? I I don't know. I mean, so I have a couple examples sure. that I want to just share because mm-hmm. these are these are the kind of examples that that I've heard mm. um, before. So there's a there's a thing that um, kind of I was told in the history department. I don't remember by whom. Uh, but like you avoid the three T's. Yeah. Although Alden and I can tell you we don't at all. We always talk about because that's what that's what students are actually yeah. interested in, which is yeah. interesting. We can get into it. Yeah. But you should avoid the three T's, which are uh, Tiananmen Square, uh, specifically the yeah. riot, yeah. Um, uh, the protest, whatever. Taiwan and Tibet. So Tiananmen, Tibet, Taiwan. Those are the three ones you should avoid in China. Yeah. 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 And so one of the examples I, I have, which is just interesting. Uh, is uh, there's a mutual friend of ours. Mm. Her name is Amy. She teaches at a university, actually. Mm. And she brought home... I was just over there at their house one time, and she brought home a textbook, Mm. which she's supposed to teach from. (laughs) This is like... This is the thing that I think is really funny. Um, There's a... (laughs) Throughout the textbook, there are either pages that are ripped out or things that are are covered over with a Sharpie, um, certain sentences. But then... There's some other ones that's literally just a piece of paper covering yeah. Yeah. a picture, yeah. which is one. It's really funny. It's it's a picture of 
a group of people in Washington, Seattle, yeah. practicing a form of Tai Chi, which is like Tibetan or something. Yeah. And like they didn't want like that mentioned for yeah. people to but it's literally like you can lift, lift up the, the paper, paper and yeah. see what's underneath, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's kind of Funny, like yeah. that 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 type of thing was funny because it's like it's super obvious that they've ripped pages out. Yeah, it's, it's like the censorship know, is obvious. Yeah, yeah, it's like so they're not trying to hide it, <laughs> right? Yeah, and like things like um, things like the Great Firewall of yeah. China, right? Yeah. That's that's something that protects uh, uh, China from certain inter- yeah. certain websites such as Google. Yeah, for example, the big one, Facebook. Yeah. Um, these ones, Twitter, Twitter, in- yeah, Instagram. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't really tried to. Go I'm on not a grammar for a while. Yeah. I have it just to follow other people. Mm. Um, kind of like Twitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but these things that are associated with like free speech yeah. and like really like, I know you have your own thoughts about the Arabic Spring. Yes. Uh, yeah. But like, you can't deny that the internet played a very big oh, role yeah, totally. in spreading it and everything. No, I, I, so I agree. That's I'm, the that's, idea I'm not, I'm not it, arguing. I guess right. That. But they've had, I don't know how long they've had the Great Firewall up. That would be interesting to know. Um, well, Google got kicked out in 2000 and something, mid-2000s, I think. <laughs> I can't remember when the firewall went up. I should have probably yeah. done my research. Uh, That's okay. We'll footnote it. Later. Yeah, footnote. <laughs> Check out our page for all the footnotes. <laughs> um, and so instead of Facebook or Twitter or anything like that, they have this alternate yeah, uh, app, which kind of, yeah, it's interesting. I, I watched this video, which I really like, yeah. because it's like, if you imagine the internet like a big ocean, mm-hmm. China is this lagoon yeah. that's dark and mysterious and no one really goes and inscrutable. into inscrutable. It. <laughs> okay. God damn it. <laughs> Here, here's our cla- here, racist Racism! Moment. <laughs> we should have a little okay. sting for that, yeah, too. Yeah. Like, wee, wee, wee. <laughs> inscrutable alert um but like so it's this it's this it's this kind of thing where there's lots of activity inside Mm -hmm. but no one on the outside of the lagoon can really see into it so here there's a lot of really interesting things for example wechat is the one that i'm referencing yeah you can do so much on it you can pay pay. bills you can communicate with people it's like texting video call i think you can call yeah video video, call you got gifts you got stickers you got Everything. They're, it's kind of like they have a wall yeah. that you kind of like Facebook a little bit. The like China meme game is really strong. Yeah. They're they have, mm-hmm. pardon my lexicon, but they have danker memes than people would imagine. <laughs> Their dank meme repository is deep and, and vast. Interestingly enough, this is a, you know yeah. not really necessarily well, it's about culture, but like um. You know, their their memes are referencing things that I have no, no I don't get. Exactly. Right? Like yeah. it, they have them because you know? their memes not only reference um, like you know Chinese celebrities, blah blah blah, but they also reference like idioms. So, for example, you never give anybody two hundred and fifty kwai, two hundred kwai or uh, RMB, the money. You don't. You would never give a, right. as a gift. I would never give Jacob a gift two hundred and fifty. In fact, stores usually don't charge you two hundred and fifty. They charge you two hundred and forty nine or two hundred fifty one. Two hundred and fifty. If you say it is R by uh, uh R by Wushu. Does that sound like something else? It sounds like I think it's like potato head or like stupid head or something. Ah. It's basically an insult, like you're yeah. a dumb person. That's funny. So it's an idiomatic, yeah. like it's a it's a, a a word that comes from another yeah. word. But so you don't use that money. If you if I give you a red envelope yeah. with 250 in it, that's an insult. That's like a yeah. deep insult. That's like I think you're stupid. <laughs> 
here you go. It's like <laughs> a real funny. slap, right? Yeah. And my, I was like, oh, okay. Again, there's yeah. so much layers. Or they'll, my students send pictures to each other. It'll be like a picture of like a walnut. And it's like a reference to like the fact that walnuts make you smarter. So you need to eat walnuts so you can get smarter because they look <laughs> like brains, right? Like that yeah. level of <laughs> accentuation, especially too because the language, uh, the written language is pictogramic. It's pictographic. It's not mm-hmm. uh, vowel sounding. It shows a, to go back a to concept. Arrival, yeah. our last yeah. thing. Check it out. <laughs> um, but the, the I agree with the lagoon analogy. That's really a yeah. really good analogy. I, I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I find interesting about the the firewall is that when you're living in a Western country, you look at China and you go, "Oh, they're they are a repressed people." And I'm not defending the human rights violations that China definitely perpetuates. That's not my point. But what I'm mm-hmm. saying is is that there's a very negative stereotype towards China in terms of its personal liberties and blah, blah, blah. And having lived in China, now I know this is tempered by the fact that I am a white foreigner, uh, you know, mm-hmm. different experiences than the locals. Yeah. You you had something to say about this, that in a dystopia, so long as the people are fed, yeah. so long as the people are, are happy mm-hmm. and fed and have somewhere to sleep, they're actually pretty content. Yeah. Um, That's the big part yeah. of V for Vendetta, if you yeah. heard that yeah. comic book. Yeah. The fact of the matter is that the comic book versus the movie, yeah. like the movie ends with this like thrilling scene yeah. of everybody yeah. rising yeah. up and they have the Guy Fox yeah. max, masks Ready. on. But yeah. <laughs> really, really, you see throughout history, as long as people are fed, they yeah. have their basic needs, yeah, yeah. yeah. people are fine. Yeah. Like that's, that's, one of the, that's why I love the French Revolution. Yeah. It all came down to the fact that people, people were hungry. hungry. Yeah. Like that's literally yeah. 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 what started the domino. And the collapse right? of a lot of empires. Yeah comes to the fact that they can't feed people or they don't yeah. have work for them or whatever so it is. So if people, if people have that, then yeah, yeah they'll, they'll, they'll be okay yeah. with a certain amount of, yeah. What's interesting whatever. too is that the firewall right. is very sort of weirdly specific and not specific. Yeah. So for example, yeah, I, funny that way. I can go onto Wikipedia, the English Wikipedia, mm-hmm. without a VPN. By the way, VPNs you can use in China, no problem. I can go onto Wikipedia mm-hmm. and that's no problem. It's the English Wikipedia and I can... Search up Tiananmen protests of 1989, and there yeah. it is. All the photos, I can go to Tibet, Taiwan. Yeah. It's all in the English repeated. It's not blocked yeah. at all by the firewall, but it is blocked on the Chinese version of Wikipedia. Wikipedia. So because... they only care about right. their own people finding out about it. Right. They don't care about me yeah. or Jacob or whoever. They also don't care about some of the wealthier students who are at international schools. So our students... They have they a know about they know about Taiwan. Level, like, they'll yeah, talk yeah. about Taiwan. They'll be like, "Oh, what about Taiwan? Oh, it's different from China, right?" Mm-hmm. They'll talk about Tibet. Yeah. They'll know about Tibet. They know about Tiananmen Square, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. you know, it's it's an interesting thing the censorship because it, I think it's more specific. Yeah, well, it is interesting because uh, yeah, because like I heard this from a friend. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying myself, but mm-hmm. <laughs> certain certain not safe for work yeah. stuff yeah. you can actually still find yeah. on chinese internet even oh, yeah. though porn is blocked yes. right um a lot of it is right yeah. but there are still ways around that there's a sex which store. you can there, work there's on. a porn store yeah. in downtown Kaifai, right like, exactly I, it's I just it's just, it. it's just funny like yeah yeah yeah, the sex, <laughs> just, yeah that's such a funny i love that i love that side <laughs> yeah, um, sex store You're yeah like, cool. it's like yeah, get down to business here like <laughs> yeah. they're they telling you what it is um no that's great uh yeah, so it's it's it, I do agree with you. It is very specific, and it is very much like yeah, we don't care if anyone who speaks English can yeah. look it up, but you know we don't we don't want yeah. our general masses yeah. to to do that. Um, what do you think about that though? What do you think about censorship? 
Yeah. I mean, I think we've had this discussion uh, before. Is censorship necessary? Um, now, I am of the proponent that I don't think that anything should be censored, ultimately. Mm-hmm. That's my ultimate thing. I think, I think that censorship on any level is detrimental. I think because it, 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 it supposes that somebody is not mature enough or aware enough to make the decision. Now, I wear this so, the children argument. No, no, there's, but, there's a, so, so yeah. Mark Twain, yeah. uh, he has this quote, which he probably didn't actually say, but he said, censorship is like telling a grown man he can't eat a steak because a baby can't chew. Yeah. Which I think. Yeah. It's basically my point. It's like, now if I had a, if I had a son or a daughter and yeah. I didn't want, I wouldn't show them like hardcore pornography. I'm not like messed up or like violent acts, right? I might be like, here kids, watch whatever you want. <laughs> That's not my point. But, but the idea that censorship should somehow govern what we say or what we think or what we do is morally reprehensible to me because I think it's a profound uh, inhibition of, you, you just don't like it because it's insulting to somebody's intelligence. Yes, essentially. It's saying yeah. you are not aware enough to, to view this material. Now, the exception being children. Yeah. I think that when you have a, a young child who's growing up, it's not beneficial for them yeah. to see violence, to see excessive violence, right? That is That can be deeply traumatizing to a, a mind that is in formation. I think a lot of this comes down to personal decisions um and mm-hmm. there are definitely things that i regret watching mm-hmm. but i would rather regret watching something than not having watched it at all and never not know having the, the option yeah, yeah. to right. do no, that. I get that that's kind of basically my point mm-hmm. uh censorship for me always strikes me as it's this profound and the, the weird thing is that you have to have a profound amount of dis- cognitive dissonance yeah, that's right? true. You that's true. Censors, the people who censor stuff, are viewing the thing that they are censoring. Yeah. Right? I'm going to go... they have to determine... They have to determine whether or not to censor it yeah. or not. So you need to have this profound level of, like, this is not acceptable, but I still watch it. Right? There's a reason that in uh, police units, the people who have to arrest child pornography, and yeah. chi- the child pornography where they lost, they shift them around. You're not yeah. allowed to work on multiple cases because if you keep... It just burns you out. It burns you out. It just is this horrible thing that burns somebody out. So when they have that detective who's got one case and they have to sift through all that evidence to yeah. prove the thing, as soon as they're done, they get a like four weeks leave and they're and they're yeah. shifted out of that because they again it's that yeah. that cognitive dissonance of like it's just this hmm. right it, you can't and the sense that's what I was wondering about the sensors like. I always think that some of the yeah, who they are, yeah, who yeah. are they, right? Like who who walks around in a country, let's say Soviet Russia, um, where they have to censor a lot of stuff, right? In the nineteen seventies and sixties, there was a lot of censorship, and yeah. the eighties, there's always censorship in the Soviet yeah. uh, Empire when I was around. Who were those people walking around? Were they the people distributing the illicit material, right? Yeah. If you have, if you carry cognitive dissonance long enough, you, something breaks, right? Something like Snowden is a perfect example. Of this. Yeah, that's true. Snowden is a perfect that's example true. of somebody who's he is active. He's active in the agency that is doing it, mm-hmm. and then simply could not take this double life. This think of like I'm viewing this material, but I am not allowed. So, do to... you think there's a Chinese version of Snowden somewhere then? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. There's already like mass. There's lots of political prisoners who are who. Yeah, that's true. I think. I suppose that's that's the 
difference then huh yeah. i mean well not to make america seem like they're better yeah that's not true that's not well okay i, I mean i don't know my I, i'm trying not to be overly like patriotic yeah. or jingoistic mm-hmm. but you know yeah. i don't know snowden would be snowden would be arrested though yeah i mean he has a i think he still has a arrest warrant yeah for treason right? yeah um but I mean, like, would they go to the extent? Because I mean, if you watch some of the documentaries, like he's like paranoid. He, like he's he's worried about getting assassinated. Which I'm like, yeah, I, could, I mean, I he's probably it. right. I mean, I he worked. He worked in the. I, could, I wouldn't be surprised. It's I mean, a like, really great. I think it. What is it? Uh, crap. It's like it shows like document uh, the Glenn Greenwald yeah. and this other. I forget her her, her name, but really great because it's like him like literally showing them and he 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 like looks at a computer <laughs> through a yeah, hood yeah yeah he's on a hood yeah. and everything it's really interesting so but, they don't um, see the reflection in his glasses and blah yeah. blah blah there was a thing um there was a great i mean like not it's not great it was incredibly tragic but there was a journalist who was researching this was like mid-2000s he yeah. was researching something about the the government and he was found yeah. in his hotel room bound and inside a duffel bag with a headshot, and he in his right temple, but he's left-handed, and he was ruled as a suicide. Oh uh, shit! Like so, it's like yeah, that's uh, a suicide, uh, all right. It's like no, I, I'll put myself in a duffel bag and shoot myself with my non-dominant hand, and then bind myself. So it's like this. Yeah, right? and so like there, no. uh, and I, you know, yeah, you don't want to come true. off as like conspiracy theorists, but there are times where you go like, for example, he revealed he committed technically no crime because there is a statute within the constitution that says if there is somebody who is breaking the constitution it is yeah. lawful for them to reveal yeah. and, and in, so in, yes in, it is in his like because like it is been treason as, treason yeah sorry god it no, i'm stepping on you here it basically it's like it's a yeah. treasonous act or is it not and again i think there's that level of cognitive dissonance that sort of we would Will he be a hero in ten years' time or not? That's the real question. Yeah. Right. What What is his position? I mean, you, sorry, I mean, you, you. This is just to go into like a lot more stoned stuff than I expected, <laughs> uh, which is fine. Uh, but like, like he can be a bit of an extreme character. But yeah. like his more moderate stuff that he said, and I think I I believe him when he says this. He's like, no, I just believe that the American people deserve to decide whether or not they want this. Right. Yeah. They can't because they weren't it they weren't without, they weren't asked before. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, there are other documentaries which talk about <laughs> like Thomas Drake, who was yeah. a very, very high up level and he like kind of uncovered it yeah. and he was like just told to just go away yeah. pretty much. And like they literally like fired him yeah. and then they, they kept him in court for all this time. Yeah. And so pretty much he's working at an Apple store now. Yeah. This like dude who held this really high up government yeah. position. Anyways. Yeah. So I mean, like in China though, the censorship mm. And I mean, in America, maybe the, the collecting of your data, is yeah. that censorship necessarily? That's just like tracking? Um, it's, a it's, it's, it's a potentiality though, right? of censorship. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, censorship is what? It's the, yeah. it's the guess, banning of certain information. Yeah. I guess my point being is that China is a lot more open about it. Yes. They don't um, care if people find out or not. They're like, we're censoring you. Yeah. We don't care. Mm-hmm. I think the big, th- one, one of the sort of eye-openers with me is that China wants stability. That's, yeah. Or that's my interpretation. Okay. China looks to censor for stability. Yeah. I think they're very concerned about this idea of if you give people too much information, it will destabilize the country. And I sympathize with a lot of their decisions 
maybe don't empathize or maybe don't agree with, but I sympathize mm-hmm. because they have 1.4 billion people. Yeah. And no other country has that. India has 1 billion people. Mm-hmm. 1.1? Can't remember the exact number. Yeah, I mean, I will point out yeah. India is a democracy. Yes. India has elections. India, India has is horribly like corrupt. I'm saying, I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying, you know, but yeah. there there is yes. that side yes. of it as well. But India course. also is highly corrupt. No, I, I, I get lot. that there's problems too, but yeah, I'm just saying I know. Like, there yeah. are alternatives, right? There are alternatives, but when you have an entrenched system, uh, changing that yeah. can be and tricky. Like you now, said, I'm not, I'm not like hand waving away well, their human yeah. their their violation. No, of course, not, I'm not, not accusing you. Yeah, either. but it's it's. I think it just bears a further a nuanced look. I think, especially when you talk about censorship. Okay. Personally, censorship for me is something that I don't agree with. I don't think anybody should have to yeah. censor what they say. I don't think what you say should be used against you unless it is such a in such a way that you are vilifying or hurting somebody else, if that makes sense. Like, if you are committing a crime with the words that you say, mm-hmm. then of course you should go to court. Hate speech is a perfect example of this. If I am saying something that is promoting violence against a minority group or whatever group, right, I should face criminal punishment for that there should be some recompense or some sort of response to it should i be censored i think the law is censorship enough and should i be censored for saying something that you disagree with no because it Hmm. limits human understanding it limits progression for me ultimately so it's kind of a macro like like very nebulous thing but let's take it to like kind of a more micro thing Mm -hmm. what do you think this effect has, if anything, on the students. Because mm. we've mentioned that they do know about Taiwan, they yeah. know about Tibet, they know they know about all this stuff, and they do ask questions. Mm-hmm. But what do you think, what effect does that have? What does that effect does that have growing up in a country where... You haven't? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think... Well, what do you think about... I'm, I'm actually kind of interested. What do you think about censorship? What's your take on this? What's your... Because you, you heard my opinion. I talked for like 10 minutes there. Hmm. What's your opinion? Is it necessary? Is it something? Um, <laughs> you know, this is going to sound lame, but I, I agree with you in a lot of play, a lot of ways. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm inclined to say that more information that's out there, the yeah. better, right? Because I think addition is always yeah. stronger, and you can always learn more. You can yeah. always have more out there when that knowledge is powerful, right? Mm-hmm. And having like college and like learning and school and all these other places are places where you should be confronted by alternative mm-hmm. forms of thought even if because, they're wrong even if they're like well yeah er- because they, like... they help you learn how to think yeah. right <laughs> they help you learn mm-hmm. how to reason yeah and so i think that's really important is to not limit yourself because if you don't then you have a bunch of people who yeah. can't really think critically which yeah. i mean maybe that's not yeah. That's not what China's educational system is set up. No, to do. it's a very Victorian system. Yeah. In that you memorize. Because like the, most, I only know vaguely. Yes. Right. Most most Asian countries. I shouldn't have to disclaimer there. <laughs> racism. <laughs> racism. China yeah. and Japan have a very similar education system in that the idea is that you take a test. Yeah. At the end of high school, and the test determines your future. Right. And you study for that test, and you study that for the test by yeah. memorizing facts. The va- the facts are in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. This was the battle of this at this time. This was how many people died. This was this this is the answer to this mathematical equation. Mm-hmm. The teacher knows all the right answers. Right, right. That's one of the other big things too. So, how does this affect our students' censorship? Mm-hmm. 
How do you I, think growing up like under something like that? Yeah. I think they're aware of it. Yeah. Um, I think our students are aware of it. Right. I'm, um, I'm talking about ours. So yeah. I'm not talking about. I think I think our students yeah. are definitely aware of it because they have exposed. And I think the other thing too is that China is exposed to a lot of Western culture. They it see is. Western films. They see they play Western yeah. video games. Yeah. They eat at Western places. They watch Western KFC TV shows. Is huge. Here. Yeah. They do all these things that are Western. So they cannot help but know that their country has differences between ours and theirs. Even if they censor a film a little bit. Yeah. They're still aware of the differences, right? Yeah, it's funny. I was watching the Nice Guys, yeah. and they had even the English yeah. had been changed from like f bombs yeah. to I don't know what the alternative was, but they they like caught most of them. Yeah. But then there was like it was weird because like they they didn't catch one. I was like, what? Oh yeah. man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they just, yeah, they just, don't yeah. catch everything, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's it's. So I think the students are aware. And again, the yeah. students are allowed to leave and study overseas. That's, That's the thing. They, they're, they're expected to go overseas and study at universities and blah, blah, blah. So they're going to be exposed to YouTube. They're going to be exposed to different ideas. Mm. And and I'm not sure what that would be like to live under that. Mm. I think you would have a, dist- a very distorted view yeah. of North America. You'd have what a do dist- you think? Because like... I think the distortion. You've, whenever you've introduced alternative... Facts, no, not only facts. Alternative word world views to them. <laughs> Alternative facts. Yes. <laughs> Watch uh, out. <laughs> Topical alert. Woo <laughs> woo. <laughs> when you've introduced alternative worldviews, maybe to what they they think. I don't. I don't know how much you've done this mm. necessarily, but how do they react to it? Like, I do they care? The, like, think... or do they just care about playing Overwatch? Because in a lot of cases, I feel like, <laughs> like that's the truth. a lot of these boys like, yeah. like they just want to play video games. I think some of them do realize the difference, and I think a lot of them don't care. A lot of them don't don't see the point. Mm. I'll try and give an example here. Um, so uh, the easiest one to do is what do you call World War Two? Right. Yeah, you know, it's a very easy one to start with. So I always ask them, "What do you call what? What starts in 1939?" They're like, "Oh, World War II. Okay, great. When does World War II start?" And then you can start with that question, and sometimes or most of the time, they'll actually say 1936 or 34. Right. 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 Because for them, that's when World War II started, and yeah. they were taught that it's the anti-Japanese war. It's not yeah. called World War II; it's the anti-Japanese war. So you. That's an that's an alternative title. It's mm. theoretic. It's not theoretically correct. It's a correct cultural interpretation of the war, or whatever you want to call it. But it's they're receptive to these other ideas. Um, now, how much they believe them, or how much they trust them, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think at times when I introduce alternative ideal ideas, like so, for example, I was teaching about Quebec separatism. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I outlined Quebec and blah blah blah, and I said. So, for example, to uh, let's reverse. Quebec separatism yeah. is something that happened in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and onwards up until now, where Quebec, a province in Canada, was seeking to separate, much like Scotland from the UK and become its own independent country, from Canada. So Quebec, the French-speaking province of Canada, was seeking to separate. They had a group, uh, the FLQ, that committed various terrorist bombings and were sort of pushing for it in the 60s and 70s. They kidnapped um, a British embassy worker blah 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 there was a bunch of sort of violence pierre trudeau the father of justin trudeau was very active during this time he was the prime minister at that time so you explain this to the students and you basically ask the question you lead them to think yes quebec separatism is a good idea they say yes quebec has its own culture 
its own way of thought, its own way of words. Mm-hmm. French people are different from English people. They should have their own special status. And yeah. then you can instantly ask, well, what about Tibet? Mm-hmm. You can ask that question. I asked that question. To, these were some to my grade 12 students. I said, what about Tibet? Yeah. And it, it, it makes them kind of go, oh, but wait, no, but Tibet's different. Yeah. They'll say, Tibet's different. It's different. Cognitive dissonance. It's the cognitive yeah. dissonance. They go, well, it's different. And you go, well, how is it different? And they go, well, blah, 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 X reason, right? Whatever the reason is. Well, you were telling me that one of the things is like, it's, why wouldn't Tibet? Why? So why wouldn't why Tibet, Tibet want to yeah, be China? Yeah, why wouldn't Tibet right? want to be China? It's always been part of China. Right. That's another one I've yeah. heard. It's always been part of China. It's different. Yeah. Or, for example, you hear about, um, like, it's just it's just about the focus. And when you try and broaden their mind, it's, it's hard for them because China is so encompassing. Mm-hmm. They call themselves the Middle Kingdom. They are sort of the center of the world to to somebody. They don't care. Like we have we had students during Halloween dress up as SS officers. Yeah. In full regalia. Yeah. They had the Totenkopf badge, they had the SS, it's lightning stripes, they had it was a really accurate Yeah, what 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 happened to that person? Like did the they two get... of them, the four of them. There was yeah. four of them. Did they get talked to about yes, that? Yes, they okay. got talked to about that. They like... got talked to about that. Okay. <laughs> we have that every year here, right. apparently. Every year there's somebody who dressed there was somebody who dressed up in yeah. full like they didn't yeah. have the they didn't have the swastika armband, yeah, yeah. but they did have the full SS. But last year apparently there was a student who dressed up in like full like Nazi yeah. symbol, the whole like the uh, whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. And for them, it's a cool uniform. Right. It's got a skull, it's black and red. Dude. It looks it looks it does. It looks awesome. It's a it's a very stylish uniform. <laughs> the, this the Nazis knew right, the Nazis in. knew what they were doing. They designed fashion the, time with Alden. <laughs> the, fa- the fascists are fashionable. It's for <laughs> a reason. They knew the power of appearance, right? Yeah. So the kids, they don't have that connection. But it's like the equivalent of one of us dressing up like a Japanese, Japanese soldier. Yeah. They did that last year. They They're, did? Yes. Yeah, so uh, I think it was uh, our DH. Really? Uh, David. Department head. Department yeah. head. Yeah. He took some students aside and he said. Oh, well, he told them. Yeah, I thought you were saying no, that, no, da- no. that Dave he dressed said, up. No, 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 no. <laughs> he, said, he took them aside and he said, look, guys, this is like me. Would you be happy if I came in dressed as a Japanese soldier yeah. tomorrow? And they said, no. Right. And then he said, well, that's what you're doing to me. Right. Yeah. You, you really have exactly. to frame, I think, a lot of the stuff with the yeah. students. Like, that makes sense. You have though. to break them out of the mold of thinking of this me, yeah. right? The meanness. And that's true with anybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, because, like, I, think, I, I, I said I said before, like, how much of them really care beyond yeah. video yeah. games. But, like, you could say that's not specific to China. No, it's like, true like with any, any, yeah. any, any of these 16 year old kids, like, what, yeah, they, they just yeah. want to play Overwatch. Yeah. Right? that makes sense. Like, yeah, uh, it's hard to make them. You know, play. I wasn't. I when I when I think it was sixteen. Yeah. You know, inflate my ego a little bit right here. Right, you know, I feel like I was, you know, deep thinker, but I wasn't like thinking about like you know, like, yeah. world events or yeah. anything. I was, I was you thinking about like, oh, this oh man, or not. Yeah. the pain of being a, uh, yeah. a teenager is so hard. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. I hate like looking back. I looked at recently. Actually, this is the reason why I bring it up. Mm. I was looking at some of my writing from them. Like oh, I found it not online. good. <laughs> yeah, not it was good. like. Ooh. I'm kind of glad I kept it though, because yeah. now I can look back and be like, like oh. wow, this is. Part, partly it's like it's so bad but it's also like this is so genuine it's yeah like uh, this is real yeah man. this is real well i still have yeah. a book that i still have some lyrics from when i was in high school and like i read them recently i was like yeah. um I, it's funny though when when they do care they really care i that's one thing i will say yeah. they mostly don't care mm-hmm. and i think the censorship 
heightens that not caringness. That's, That's what I'll true. say. I'll say the I'll yeah. say living in a censored world heightens that. the not caring because the censorship is so obvious that they're just kind of they're like it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, it's all it's already sort of this don't careness, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. It's this it's this level of apathy towards it. It's like there's most of them. I like I talk to them, and they would say. It, there's no point in trying to get democracy into China because it's pointless. It will never change. It's it's a hopelessness. Mm. There's an apathy there. <laughs> I think a lot of them go, "Well, it never work anyway." Yeah, I think a lot of them say that it'll never work anyway. Yeah, and I'm not sure if that's true for a lot of people, but I think there is that sort of. I think that is the very the the most dystopian thing that I've experienced in China, mm-hmm. is that it is this sort of level of mm. apathy. Yeah, the sort of baseline. All right, so long as I get my food, I'm fine. Yeah. I just coast, coast a little. So for context, too, uh, Alden has taught uh, Social Studies 11 already, mm-hmm. which you do get into, like, uh, World War One, World, World War Two, II, these yeah. kind of 20th more... 20th century. Yeah, these more meaty ones. Yeah. I, I haven't done that yet. Yeah. Uh, Social Studies 10 is much more... Canadian-focused. Yeah. And it's no. very... It's, it's like, it gets up to... It's, it's very hard worst. to connect it. Yeah. It's the worst. It's very hard to connect it to really anything in... Um, yeah. Thing, but I, I I will say the one example I have is uh, I gave like for bonus credit there was this interestingly enough it's Canadian mm-hmm. letter uh, about Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. and <laughs> all the kids wanted it because there's a Chinese translation mm-hmm. it's a project online where it was a you know Asian immigrant uh, well well uh, second generation first generation something like that right mm-hmm. so her dad came over from i think vietnam mm-hmm. and then she was like grew up in canada yeah. and so she wrote this letter uh to her father to try and explain how she feels about it because he has a lot of you know he doesn't really understand the same way and it's really interesting there's a really great um podcast out there i think it's um i think it's code switch uh if you're interested maybe i can bring it up later but uh or something like that but but anyways so so there's there they 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 document her calling her father mm-hmm. and him, him be, her being like what did you think of the letter what do you and it's very it's very emotional because he's like i didn't know anything of this and no. it's very and i like and and you're you know a great daughter for yeah. like feeling this empathy and everything so anyways um that's the like level i've gotten and I, I told them to write a response about it not all of them did it pretty much if they wrote something down i gave them extra credit and yeah. it's not even that much like i kind yeah. of fooled them into being yeah. like yeah, you yeah, know because yeah, yeah. they're just like you guys aren't doing it. yeah you yeah. do something yeah but um a lot of them did kind of echo that same thing being like i had no idea yeah the forces at work here and, yeah i mean one well, letter doesn't do anything necessarily for would, that but it is interesting i would definitely to say too that a lot of it like comes that. from just sort of like the, again it's the distortion i think because uh-huh. i had to i always i told my my 11s and 12s this i talk about how like you guys are planning to go to universities in America and Canada. You must be prepared yeah. <laughs> to, you are going to face racism. Yeah. You are going to, there are people who are going to be racist to you. And yeah. you might not notice it. And they actually looked kind of shocked. They were like, really? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? And I said, well, for example, somebody's going to assume that you're good at math, right? Yeah. They're going to assume blah, blah, blah. They're going to assume, and you might say, oh, that's harmless, right? Racism against Asians is always seen as a bit more harmless than racism against yeah. African Americans. Right, it's often seen as lesser. It's actually okay to still do it in movies. Um, like you would never have a racist. Yeah. Well, you would have less racist. Jo- you can still kind of yeah. do it. There's an interesting. Um, I forget who it was. John uh, Cho, something okay. like that. Uh, he was in the Z Zanzari's yeah. uh, yeah. Master of None, uh, and he was he was really he had a really interesting. I think it was Golden Globe mm. speech where he's talking about we only have like 
Sulu and yeah. like whatever, right? Yeah. And and we need to we need, we need to get more yeah. out of there. Right? Yeah, exactly. So it's really interesting to see that there is that. Yeah, and so it's anyway, a, I just had to say like the yeah. to the students, I'm like, you're going to experience this, and they you could tell that on some level they didn't really know, obviously, and then on the other level they didn't really care. <laughs> I didn't. Really, I don't think they really cared about it. I think a really good yeah. example of this. Um, was recently Overwatch, the popular video game. Right. They had a New Year's update where they released a bunch of content for the game and they released a series of skins for the different heroes that you play. And there is a Chinese character in it, so she obviously gets a, a Chinese-themed skin. So she looks, she's got sort of like the traditional dress or something like that. I can't remember exactly. But yeah. other characters who were not Chinese also got skins that were Chinese-themed. So um, the bombing character had firecrackers on yeah. his chest and skins know, are like costumes 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 basically they yeah. had costumes for them so different costumes blah 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 and back at home on the internet on tumblr and blah 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 there's a huge outcry in north america. america the cultural appropriation how horrible this is incredibly racist blah 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 etc mm-hmm. etc et in china a resounding of like oh cool new costumes yeah like they don't care they like they yeah. just like oh neat Cool. And now, does that mean that they've systematized racism? No, I don't think... I just think that they just don't... They really have the same diversity. They just... They don't... Right. Yeah, and they wouldn't care. They'd be like, oh, cool, a white person's wearing a Chinese thing. Right. Whatever. Like... Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, we could do a whole entire yeah. thing about this. Because yeah. we're kind but of again, far This is, this, this is but, my you know. own perspective. I'll put yeah. a disclaimer to that. This is me speaking as somebody observing well, I something. I think we I should. We should yeah. actually talk about this. Because I just too, think definitely. it's like... Because I have my own thoughts, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are your thoughts? Well, no, I just, I just, I try to save it for another one. Save it. We, we can, we can save it, but, but just to give you a little <laughs> thing. But yeah, I had a very similar thing with. There was a new movie that came out, The Great Wall, mm-hmm. stars Matt Damon, uh, and Big so there was a lot it. of stuff. It, yeah, it doesn't. I don't think it's done very. It's done okay. I don't. I don't know. A lot of my back in China. <laughs> a lot of my, a lot of my students didn't really care that much. They're yeah. like, it looks kind of silly yeah. and dumb. Uh, it's done by Zhang Yimou. I can't say his name right, but he's the guy that did like House of the Flying Daggers, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so like legendary. Well, yeah. maybe not legendary, but famous. You know, yeah. like Chinese director, right? Um, and so there were a lot of think pieces, like you were saying, yeah. with the Overwatch thing about like, oh, you can't have you know this white guy Matt Damon be yeah. the title character. You know, you, you need more people in uh, you know Asians, yeah. Asian Americans, or yeah. Asian performers, right? And there are there are some like valid arguments, yeah, yeah. Not sure. Well, and there's some Chinese performers in there too. Yeah. Like for example, there's this one guy who's part of a, a boy, pop, boy, boy band, band yeah, yeah, who they were who people were excited about apparently in China. And yeah, and again, in, when I came to China, I was really interested in asking what do my students think about it. And a lot of them kind of went, eh, you know, eh. But one of my students who's uh, he's really I, I really like him. He, he he has a lot of really good English. Um, but he was saying, yeah, Matt Damon very popular here in China. Yeah. So they really like Jason Bourne. Yeah. They really liked The Martian. Yeah. Um, so he's a really popular actor. So it actually makes sense that they would choose yeah. Matt, so Matt Damon yeah. to yeah, play it. Yeah, because right? they're like... Yeah, because they, like, yeah. they, like, they like this actor. They like, um, yeah. And does that mean that they're like bad people for liking an actor who isn't like yeah. of their own they don't, culture? They didn't really care about yeah. the, the thing like, of, you know... So it is interesting. You get a different yeah. lens. Yeah. And maybe that, that doesn't connect directly to censorship, sure. but it is it is a difference in culture. I think, I think we could spend a lot of time. We could. Yeah. But I think on the... To get back to the subject of censorship, yeah. censorship, I think, in China is a sort of a brutalist approach. I think they just sort of... They just do it. But they do it with a, a very... 
with the lack of like a sledgehammer. It's just a big smackdown. Yeah. And they don't honestly really care if they miss some pieces. Right. It's just the fact that they're doing it, and instead of a blanket like it, it, it sends it, a message. It sends a message like this is no. And again, I think we uh, uh, this the, I've talked to you about this. Um, fireworks are very prevalent here. I <laughs> yeah. could buy twenty kilos of fireworks, and these are not like small fireworks. These are loud, like yeah. proper grade fireworks. I could easily use that for something. So right? in the background right now. Yeah, so in the background right now, right? And there be no, there's no government oversight to it too. Like yeah. guys just selling out the back of their trucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a certain sort of like, it's just more casual. They don't have this pressure to worry about some of the things that I think North America worries about. But yeah. I'm not sure if that's just me. From a total outsider's perspective, I don't read the language. I barely understand the language. Oh, I'm paid double. I'm even <laughs> well, less than you. Yeah, so, like, yeah. <laughs> again, we're, we're talking, the disclaimer here, we are a very distant observer of this. Yeah. But I think, for me, the censorship in China comes across as very regrettable, but somewhat understandable. Yeah. That's the way I would put it. Very regrettable, but I think, given their history... Given their cultural background, given their political system, given all of these different factors, the population, mm. I can understand why it's there. Do I accept it? It's a different story, but well, I mean, what are you, you're, you're gonna you're gonna hand out like pamphlets, like, yeah. down with the you know <laughs> no, something no, like no. that. Yeah. Uh, um, what about you? What do you? What do you think? Where do you where do you fall on the side of this? This sentence? I'm boring again. I thought this would lead to more arguments, but I, <laughs> we I, disagree I agree, too much. I agree with you. No, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we argue so much in like daily life. Well, what's something we could argue um, about? Uh, we'll we'll figure it out later. <laughs> right? uh, Buffalo but... Bills suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna eat those. Where... No, you're not. Yeah, they do, do suck. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Alden knows nothing about football. Uh, just you throw the old pigskin. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Well, kicking the no- ball, not nothing. I, I, you know, being mean. Touchdown! Here, but... <laughs> he leans into it pretty heavy. Yeah, uh, but spoiler alert! That's what uh, that's what I'm going to talk about next. Uh, yeah, no censorship. I agree. I think you know more addition is always better. Um, I think that here in China, I th- I think. I think I'd I'd really like to look at it more. Yeah, I'd like to engage my yeah. my students in more conversation yeah. about it. See, yeah. see what see what, see what happens. You know? So that's that's something for the future. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So uh, we'll take another little break here. Uh, you know, go to the bathroom, stretch it out, go walk around, maybe <laughs> pet your dog, phone your mom, you know, and then come back. We'll be right here waiting for you.
like that. <laughs> it's all going in, baby. You know what? Okay, so welcome back to the show. Um, if we disappear after this, it's either we're super lazy and we ah. can make the next podcast, or uh, we've been detained. <laughs> Just letting you know that. <laughs> only half joking. Yeah, only half, only half joking. <laughs> <laughs> so now comes the next part of our podcast where we're going to talk about one thing that's interesting. Uh, in, in, in. Interesting. Interesting. It's interesting us. It's interesting how we can't say this word. That's our <laughs> end of our show, folks. Talk to you all later. Bye. No, um, I think, I think uh, Jacob, where would you like to go? What zone? You know where I want to go. I want to go the football zone. Cue the sting. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> football. Something like that. Right? <laughs> no, we're keeping that. We're keeping that. Oh God, that's what I have to go with. Yeah. This is a, this is a, so so just to get a little intro. I am a very wimpy uh, dude. I don't really. I'm dude, not really athletic. It's not true. It's not true at all. Uh, look at your biceps, dude. Like, oh yeah, exactly. Gun show right here. Um, but but my point being, I've never been really been particularly athletic or anything like that. I've never played football, but I really like the idea of it. The idea of it. I really like American football, and I I'll get into this more on a later date. I really do. I acknowledge. It's it's failings which mm-hmm. kind of fascinate me with like it's misogynist it's greedy yeah. it's uh you know it's making profit off of people beating each other up pretty much mm-hmm. right all these different things that go into sports but for some reason the reptile part of my brain really really he likes, likes to watch yeah. two guys hit each other really fast yeah um and for some reason football is the one that I've yeah gravitate to you yeah anyway so uh what's make what's interesting to me. Uh, this week is the Super Bowl is coming up. Uh, if you go on NFL.com, they have a countdown. I think it's like four uh, four days until the Super Bowl, wow. which is pretty pretty uh, interesting. Or I don't know, not really interesting. But uh, it's the, currently it's the Falcons versus the Patriots. Now where are the Falcons from? Because I know nothing. So that's good because uh, I'm going to give you a, a rundown <laughs> on the thing here. So the Falcons are the Atlanta Falcons, and they are kind of America's like feel good team. Like mm. they're made up of a lot of really dynamic or really charismatic yeah. or like likable, right? Yeah. Likable crew. Uh, Matt Ryan is the quarterback, yeah. Devontae Freeman. They have Julio Jones as their wide name. receiver. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome names, right? Um, Matty, I think his name's Matty Ice Ryan, mm. Iceman Ryan or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so they're from Atlanta. Atlanta's been on like a kick really recently. Like mm. they're talking about there's a there's a petition online to I'll get to this a little bit later to get the um, the current uh, a performer kicked mm-hmm. off and they want to have just Atlanta rappers there instead. It's kind of funny. So well, they're kind of like the feel good team. Mm-hmm. They have a really high flying offense, uh, which has really mm-hmm. propelled them through. Uh, they've never won a Super Bowl before. Uh, this current NF uh, Falcons dynasty, if you will, has gotten close. They've yeah. made it to like some playoffs, but they always kind are of they, poop out. Are they uh, playing in Atlanta? Where are they playing? They're playing in Houston, mm. and uh, they will be playing Houston, the 51st uh, Super Bowl. 
uh, L I, so mm-hmm. it's Lee. Uh, yeah. If you're looking at yeah, that. Yeah. Against the New England Patriots, yeah. who so, are so the, the like empire. They're the, the evil em- empire. empire right? They're the empire. Of I was describing. I know that much. I was describing I to Alden later on. They're, the Patriots are led by none other than Tom Brady. I do know who Tom Brady. is. You can insert the booze in right yeah. there, like sound effects. Who, and there's um, and there's I know Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, but only because of the stupid meme of Peyton like turning his head and like he's in the mask. He's like. <laughs> Like, have you seen that one? Have you seen no. that photo? Oh, man, it's great. They, they do a lot of stupid commercials, yeah. so it's not surprising. <laughs> no, it's not a commercial. It's like some stupid meme that somebody dreamed up. I, I believe it. Yeah, anyway. Sorry, sorry, you were saying. No, that's fine. So, Tom so Brady. Tom Brady, who when he grows his hair he, out, he, he looks... a million years old? Yeah, he's like 38, uh, which is and so is hugely old. Man, right? The Mannings, too. Peyton Yeah, Manning's well, like, Peyton's retired. Like, uh, Eli's, Eli's getting... Uh, he's not as old as Tom, but he's getting up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's on the older uh, so side. So he has Tom Brady. So Tom Brady, and when he grows his hair out, he looks like Anakin Skywalker, which mm-hmm. is very uh, um, appropriate mm. because the coach who's been the coach forever, and he's like a great football mind... But he's evil because uh, he wins. Because called... he wins. Yeah. Well, Bill Belichick, who yeah. uh, always wears a hoodie, he's known as the hoodie, and he also looks like uh, Emperor Palpatine. Mm. So when he and Tom Brady are together, it's like you know, evil empire, like really there. So my obviously, want... Uh, I want the Falcons to win because mm-hmm. I hate the Patriots. So what your prediction is the Falcons? Uh, you know, if I'm being honest, uh, Tom Brady is literally like probably the best quarterback mm. in forever. Like yeah. he's 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 phenomenal. He's 38 and yeah. he's still yeah. like Peyton kind of sucked at the end of his yeah. career. Uh, like the last like yeah. the Super Bowl that he won to yeah. end off his yeah. career, he kind of sucked during that yeah. game. Uh, but Tom Brady playing at phenomenal level. Yeah. He didn't. He threw two interceptions yeah. the whole entire year. Crazy. It's that's yeah. like Madden like yeah. video game stats. Um, yeah, I'd like I'd like the Falcons to win. I'm predicting very high scoring because both of these teams' offenses are really great. Their yeah. defenses are so, less so. well known. Yeah. Um, not saying that they're bad. So what's but the score? What do you known. say? Uh, I because I want something really exciting. So I'm going with like something like in the 30s. So I, so what, what's the what's I think it's winning close. score? Falcons versus Patriots. I think I think the Falcons will edge it out. We'll yeah. say 35 to. 30. Nice. Okay. Um, Good that's solid. probably not going to happen because uh, I suck at predicting things. I'll put, I'll put, I'll put 50 coin on that. I'll say 36 32 for the what? Patriots. That's... I'll be contrarian here. <laughs> Such a weird. I mean, mine is kind of weird too. But uh, so, uh, so you can have a four point difference, right? <laughs> can you have a four point difference? I don't know football. Can you? <laughs> 36 sure, right well, yeah, the, yeah. the math work? Because there's only certain yeah, numbers. Yeah, I mean, get. if there's a safety in there. Yeah. Or safety? Yeah, if there's two safeties. I'm betting that there's going to be an interception. <laughs> okay, well, that's... Yeah, okay. Okay, has there been, ever been a quarterback who's thrown no interceptions? Like in a season? Yeah. No. Really? Yeah. No quarterback has ever thrown a non-intercepted... Yeah, there's... Like, in a season, in a 16 se- games, that's, yeah. you're throwing, like... Let's say in today's league, yeah. you're throwing like at least thirty per game time per game. Yeah, so, you're gonna so, get picked off eventually. No, but like no yeah. quarterback has ever. No, but why not just always do the safe pass like every time? Not okay. Then like, we're getting into no, I'm way more. I'm not saying you have to win the game. I'm saying just don't <laughs> throw an interception. Well, they're not gonna last as a quarterback <laughs> for very long. As the but point. look at his stats. <laughs> <laughs> no interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, Pass, his passing is insane. We'll, we'll have plenty. 100% I'll... success rate. Look at that KDR. 
Holy shit. You have to do everything through Dota. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man. Um, it's the one game that I know. Or I'm, soccer. I'm sure. Or a football, as it should be called. Football. Football. I, I'm sure I'll get into it a lot more because this is a topic no, I'm, I'm I want to bring up more. Yeah. But I, what I want to focus on today mm. is kind of the silliness and stupidness of the Super Bowl itself. Mm. Specifically, the. Uh, the kind of pageantry around mm. it. The halftime performer this year is Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. uh, which always seems like they they come up with a performer who's like a couple years past there. Yeah. Like Bruno Mars was was recently, which he's doing pretty well. Only, but then they like Coldplay, yeah. and then like they can some only, other things there. Yeah. But um, when I was going through the history of it, interestingly enough, because I was I was intrigued by it, and it's only really been. A big deal, a really big performance since the Michael maybe nineties. Michael Jackson, nineteen ninety nine, uh, yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson performed, and that was probably the start of the biggest one. Yeah. New Kids on the Block was nineteen ninety one, but again, in the nineties, it becomes this really big thing. Yeah, uh, I my first real memory of it is probably like two thousand nine. Bruce Springsteen oh, yeah. played, uh, but there's you know then it became this huge. Thing. Well, to do after, if you look at before that, though, there are people like um, at the very beginning, yeah. like back in the the sixties, right, uh, and seventies. It's like marching bands mostly, yeah, yeah. and they're played at like college stadiums. Yeah. Uh, in nineteen seventy two, for example, they had Ella Fitzgerald and Carol Channing, which is really interesting. Yeah, that's cool. But it was a tribute yeah. to Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, so before before they had just this one really big power performer, they mm. had like themes, like tributes to yeah. the performers. Yeah. They had one that was uh, <laughs> American happiness, <laughs> which is a theme that I thought was really funny. Uh, if you look back through some of them, yeah, there's some good. really... That was good. Uh, but it's interesting because it's like it has become this huge... It's, it's more of the show mega, than anything. Yeah. The football yeah. is almost incidental, right? I mean, people are like, "Who's the performer?" Right. Plenty oh. of people. Plenty of people watch just for what the I'm show. gonna do next is the commercials, right? Yep. That's you always hear that, right? And that was my family for a very long time until I started caring. I yeah, guess actually I watching know. it. Yeah, I don't know why. Again, it's just like it randomly invaded. And the the thing behind the commercials, I think mostly everyone knows, is I don't know everyone, but it really became big in 1984 when. Apple released uh, their their 1984 commercial. Yes, which is the lady in the sledgehammer, short, short red pants. Yeah. yeah, she runs in the thing, crashes the sledgehammer, yeah. Yeah. and then they say, "Find out why 1984 yeah. won't be like 1984." Yeah. Yeah. And everyone talked about that commercial. Yeah. And suddenly, before then, it had been like, "Why are you com- doing the Super Bowl? Yeah. Who cares?" It became this huge thing. Yeah. Like, oh, you have to have it in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, personally, I think I don't know if you've watched it recently, but personally, I think the commercials haven't been so good no. recently. What do you think? Well, I think. Yeah. I mean, my problem is is that commercials only work if the concept is. This is going to really stupid. Is the concept is sound? You cannot. <laughs> you cannot imitate. Yeah. Right. And I think the problem is, is that you get imitation immediately. So, for example, I'm going to turn this a little bit. Deadpool. Was a film that succeeded as being an R-rated film. Ooh, it was great. All of a sudden, producers in Hollywood are saying, "Oh, we should make R-rated Hollywood movies." Before that, they never did that because it was too yeah. dangerous. You always have imitation following. So if you have a weird commercial, you could do, people are going to be one-upping the weird game. You kind of can't do that because the commercials become, people become bored and stale. It's like, oh, it's going to be weird and stuff. Like yeah. I would love what I predict. What a great no would work really well as a commercial. Yeah. You have all these zany, weird commercials that are like weird and you know super bully. Why not have a commercial yeah. where it's just a guy? Or a woman, 
in white space, and they go, "We're selling a new car." Well, it's the Ford. They they have and they done, just show a picture of the Ford, and yeah. that's it. Like they, that's literally the ad. Like it's. I just, think it was Monster, yeah. uh, which is like an online site where it's, you get your resume or something like that. They did one where it was just two people, like a monkey, yeah. in front of a webcam yeah. or something, and they were just doing like a stupid dance. Yeah. And they said after they were like, "Well, we just pissed away, you know, three million dollars yeah. or whatever," yeah. and that that was their. I don't yeah. know. It's kind of similar yeah. to you. But just have saying. something like very simple. Like just have it yeah. like be an unad. Like have yeah. no trickery. Just do this. Yeah. Like I remember reading that there was, um, I think it was from XKCD, XKCD. Yeah. But the idea was that if you wanted to, like, start a food company, mm-hmm. you should sell your food in all white packaging, with a little clear strip so you can see the food inside, and then you just have it in big block letters that just say bread, milk, pop. Like it's just so like when you're walking down the aisles, you see all these colors, colors, and it's just this white and black. It says bread. Oh, there's some bread. Yeah. It just it's just generic. It's so generic that yeah. it like makes you think. Now in Super Bowl commercials, I think they have been pretty lame from yeah. the ones I glanced at. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, it's whatever. not like it's not a. Do big, you watch the Super Bowl? Oh, uh, when I when I'm with my dad. Yeah. Your dad's in, more into football. Yeah, right? much much yeah. more into football than I am. Right. Um, He's always like, just throw the damn ball. <laughs> He's very much of the older style of just like, just bomb it, just long bomb it, and just, just long bomb it every time. So, so we, they're at like I, the, they're at the like twenty yard line of their yeah. own in their defensive zone, like just bomb it. Oh. And like, and I agree with him. Sometimes, like, I hate these short plays. That yeah, it's like yeah, you. It, it, I know it's a game Dink and of. Dunk. I know it's a game of um, control. Like, a game, what's yeah. it, the game of? Uh, what's the word? Inches. I don't know it, it's like. It's a game possession. of possession, right? It's yeah. just possessing more of the field, and you do that in different ways. But why not? Like, just hail mary it four times. Like, go through all four. Well, hail mary it four times in a row. There's something interesting. Is like something was pointed out. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. He he's been like phenomenal yeah. with these long hail mary passes. Yeah. Like that's how he won. He didn't even need the points, I think. Yeah. But they won this this playoff game yeah. that they 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 lost to the Falcons. But yeah. they won this playoff game with like you know. Yeah. Points to spare, but like he just threw up a random hail mary pass at the end, at the, the end of the second yeah. half, or the yeah. yeah, and it was just like, oh, okay, I guess we have those extra points too. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's like like over the years, surprisingly, he's been very very effective with it. Yeah, just like so, why why not? Like I don't yeah. I don't ever get this like because if you mm. I don't know if you play it seems like to me maybe you can prove me wrong, but whenever you play it short, playing it like like the pass off, the handoff, <laughs> I've never seen a handoff work. You yeah. hand it off to the guy, he goes, and then falls down two yards in. It's like, oh, great, I gained two yards. That's like, the, yeah, it's I like, mean, we could get so much into football theory right now. I'll, I'll try to, okay, so I like, could go, this could go way longer, and I don't want to make well, it any longer. No, just explain to me quickly, just like, yeah. what's the idea behind that? Why gain two yards? Well, you set up the run, is like, if you can wear down a defense, you're setting up the run. So later on, you can break through and have a really big game. It's to, football is a game of punishment and mm-hmm. endurance. Ultimately, right? You tire out a defense. Yeah. You you just make yourself tougher than them. Yeah. That's smash mouth football, right? Yeah. You're just trying to pound it straight through them. Yeah. Um, that's the idea behind it, yeah. and it can work. Like the Bills have the number one uh, rushing attack for like yeah. for like a couple of you years. Can't, now, you can't wedge, right? Which is yeah, yeah. That's that's something like at least on kickoffs. Yeah. Like they they outlaw that because it's like it's really super dangerous. Yeah, well, because right. you, you just win. It's yeah. like rugby. It's outlawed. You can't wedge. Right. You can't outwedge. And, and, and like people were getting, and they had they didn't have it, and it was like you know yeah. people were getting really. Well, here's my, here's another but, question. Could so yeah. you've got so how many people are allowed on an offensive line? What's the total number? Um, 
Oh shit. So how, uh, how many front? How many of the the two, line? Four, five, five offensive linemen. But you can call in like anyone can block, right? You can have a wide receiver. You can have a okay. tight end. So why not? Okay, block. here's a question. They're jumbo sets where they have multiple offensive. Here's linemen. a question: Why can't you yeah. double up? Wait, double so up you have an offensive line of five yeah. dudes. Yeah. Put another five. Take your wide receivers. <laughs> no, just hear me out. Hear me out. Take your yeah. wide receivers. Well, tuck them behind the big boys. Illegal, okay? illegal formations. Uh, that's that's something too that you can't do that. You can't double a line. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, how about this? You can have you can have so like have a line. So like one, two, three, three four, four, five, yeah. and then there's the quarterback. Yeah. Right. You can have somebody. You can have like a halfback here. Yeah. Or you can have a halfback well, here how about or this? something like how about that. The, how... You're saying what you're saying. Sorry, I'm yeah. just gonna. You're yeah. saying you're saying like this, yeah. right? Essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that that would be an illegal. Well, how about formation. this then? Why not have your wide receiver one, two, three, like your ones yeah. here? Have them just move in. Yeah. No, people do that because like you have a tight end who's yeah. on the end yeah. and something like that. And just but move you can't in. you can't have it like. No, no. Like, but can you have them right. and you move in as soon as a play, as soon as a snap occurs? They yeah, move in. Yeah, or you can you know you can shift them in. This is this is way this is, has nothing no, no, to do. No, with, but yeah. now my question is: so yeah. you move them in, right? Boom, yeah. uh, right? And these guys push the defensive line. Yeah. Like just push and then them. These guys come around back like that. Yeah, you just push forward, yeah. and the guy with the ball is just in the middle, and they just push forward. Like why can't you just have a shield? Like you can <laughs> for, you can straight arm block, right? You can block stiff some stiff arm, stiff arm. Yeah, right? but I mean the thing is, these guys are as strong as these guys. You have yeah, to but like, you have more. You these guys pushing, like literally, like pushing. You have eleven guys here. You still have eleven guys here. Is there still a lot? They can allow yeah. eleven loaded on that side. They're, no. Yeah. Yeah. They can have eleven loaded on this side. They can blitz everybody, which means rushing so, the passer. They can just and somebody will get through. That's that's why it's stupid. so. Why don't you just okay? What, do you always have to do the line? Thing is do you always have to do the line? No, no, that's fine. I, no. Yeah, yeah. You always have to have. You always have to have people on the line. You always have to. Have can your line trenches. be like this? No, you can't have a. You can't just punch like spear through. No. Could you have a V-shaped line? No. Could you have a U-shaped line? I mean, you can try and set it up kind of like you can have. One, two, three, four, five, and then have like a tight end here and a tight end here. What I'm saying is, why not blitz every time? Why not just like punch? Because then, if if you know you're blitzing every time, he just throws a short pass, short lob out to his wide receiver. The guy just goes because there's no one there to block him. But you just hit harder. You just get to the quarterback faster. Like you just. It's not. It's it's really easy. He just has to. It's like it's not even a one second thing. He just he just throws out to the side and he just takes it. Right. That's true. You just have to. Yeah. Football is like a game of seconds. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you have to in that time. Yeah. Quarterback has to dice, d- dissect the defense yeah. before the snap, before yeah. the ball is in play, yeah. and then afterward he has to figure out. Okay, was I right about my thing? So like the safety here's, is crawling. Here's down. my other question: There's They always have the huddle. There. They always yeah. have the huddle, right? Offensive has the huddle. Yeah. They then they break into the line, and then yeah. the quarterback's setting up the play, and he looks around, and he goes, "Oh shit, I made the wrong call. Their yeah. defensive line is going to destroy." That's audible. That's right. Yeah. You can like, change the play, so you yell it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're he says he says bubblegum two, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. We're switching uh, it up. Peyton like, Manning said Omaha. That yeah. was a that was a meme for a while. Yeah, she said Omaha, yeah. Omaha. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. They have I their see. own secret codes. Like, yeah, exactly. Again, it's 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 very much. There's a lot of tactics behind yeah. it, and that's the part that I really am interested in. And I think and there's a lot. I think I I don't dislike football. I just never to, watch it. Yeah. Well, do well, you want to watch the, the the Super Bowl together? Yeah, definitely. I'm okay. Totally. Yeah. What, what, what when it's live? Yeah. What time? Um, it's it, going to be... I think it's like starts... It doesn't actually start at 8 because it starts like... In the morning? In the, or in the yeah, in the morning. So okay. it's going gonna, it's gonna to start pretty early. <laughs> uh, so when is that? Our Monday? Yeah, it's going to be Monday. 
I'm not married to her. Yeah, no, totally. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Are you yeah, kidding? Yeah. Totally want to do it. Uh, this is the one live game I've watched. The entire <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, so... Uh, get, that back was, to, get back to your point. <laughs> that was a lot of... and, and You like can't maybe, see the drawings. Yeah, maybe... Like, you guys can't see the drawings. Maybe you should we, cut, cut no, that part No, no, <laughs> no we're please, keeping this. Please do. This is the theme of our podcast. We're keeping this. No, no, please, keep, please cut it out. No, why would I cut it? It's brilliant. <laughs> um... Because they should like make podcasts that you can see. <laughs> you know, maybe like a a television show. <laughs> wow, groundbreaking! I'm on to something. Groundbreaking. The point point being, and I'm yeah, let's sure go back I'll to talk your point. Let's go back to your point. I'm sure I'll talk we'll about jump it later. Um, <laughs> uh, if you're if you're if you did jump cut, we just talked a lot about like game like theory and tactics yeah. and yeah. stuff. And don't worry, I'll get into that later. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. What was your point with the... Was but your... my point being is that the Super Bowl has become this, like... It started off as being just this thing that, like, mm. only sports fan cared about yeah. now. Now it's become this huge thing. Pepsi sponsors it. Yeah. Um, it's So much money is pumped into it. It's, like, one of the biggest mm. uh, commercial parts of the year. And it's, it's kind of crazy how uniting that is yeah. but literally only for americans like, yeah i don't think anyone else cares yeah. right um china you're, certainly doesn't yeah care, you're right? probably uh, so. are you kind of like a football hipster you're like it's too it's too mainstream now or do you like, <laughs> do you like the no no i well because i have a conflicted i i mentioned this before i'm not i'm i'm not very uh, i'm not I'm, okay i'm not gonna put myself down but i'm definitely not a football player mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um i'm definitely not anything like that like i didn't play as a yeah. as, as a kid or anything um, but I really, I really like the video games mm. because a lot of it is this tactics mm-hmm. and stuff. And maybe I'll talk about it a little bit later, um, later episode. But like, do you have a controller for your computer? No, oh, that sucks. I need to get one too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I forgot what my point was. Sorry, that's no, really, okay. Uh, tactics, video games, uh, pageantry, football. Yeah, I guess the point being is the fact that. Um, I, I think it's I think it's appropriate to dissect and mm-hmm. criticize mm-hmm. and I think it exposes something very interesting about American culture and yeah. I, I wanna I wanna do more and I will sure, yeah. uh, later on in the podcast yeah. but anyways the Super Bowl uh, it's coming up look coming up it's making me happy yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to it yeah. so that's my one interesting thing mm. for this week and that was a long thing about football. What's what's uh, what's your interesting thing? Uh, it's week? music again. Uh, last, ah. last session it was uh, "Pink Season" by Pink Guy, <laughs> um, and this it's even more Mimi, if possible. It's uh, an artist I found out recently uh, named Neil Ciceriga. Ciceriga. I have no idea. Ciceriga. <laughs> Um, and he's come up with several albums, all based off of the sort of mouth, so it's mouth silence, mouth sounds, and then now his most recent album, Mouth Moods. Um, and he's sort of a, like a, an artist in, in mashup, I think. And there have been mashup artists before. So he, what he'll do is he'll take disparate songs, songs that, that shouldn't be put together, and he'll put them together. And Do you have an example? Uh, yes, there will be an example that we'll, we'll put in, in post um, at some point. <laughs> But just to give you a bit of an, an exemplar before we play uh, Wow Wow, which will be the track that I'll put on, um, he has one called uh, Bills Like Jean Spirit, uh, yeah. which is a combination between Billy Jean and Smells Like Teen Spirit, or um, T.I.M.E, T. which is the soundtrack from Inception, Time, yeah. the <laughs> classic 
Hans Zimmer track put with YMCA. That one's pretty and, funny. Yeah, they all work. They all work in a way that's deeply unsettling. It's deeply unsettling. How is it unsettling to you? Because that's an interesting adjective. Yeah, I think it's it's a way that it 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 shows you that music is not original. Music is not something unique. Music, musicians are hucksters of the highest sort. They <laughs> are phony. And I I tell you this with true sincerity. I play I play I play piano for more than ten years. I compose my own music. I break my own music. Um, maybe I'll plug my band camp later on. Um, but, but but musicians, and I speak this from experience and just working with them, we are charlatans. We make mystery out of something that is very, very simple. We, we Music is math. Music at its core element is math. It is a very simple equation, and anybody can do it. But it's sold to somebody as this mystical thing that only, oh, wow, he's just so gifted. He's this poet. Oh, he says this way with words, and she, her voice is divine, and she's just so... And yes, they're, I'm not saying that they're not skilled. That's not my point. But my point is that they sell it as if only people who just sort of blindly fall into this luck, mm-hmm. and they're just, they're just better than you. Nobody, right. nobody can just become a musician. You have to be... Cho- you, have you have to be, to be like a virtuoso. You have to be yeah. from birth this amazing person who's just always been playing. Mike's son has always been playing music since he was two years old, yeah. and his voice is great, and blah, 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 and like all these things. No, that's not true. It comes from hard work. It comes from dedication. It comes from yeah. willing to sacrifice your life yeah. to a, a craft which is largely unfulfilling mm-hmm. um, and and willing to put yourself on this very this very edge of the precipice. It's a, it's a false narrative that's sold and it drives up the wall which is why i love music that's would be called unmusic or anti-music or music that goes against this trend music like pink season which is so crass and vile that it pushes the boundaries and it makes us think well is it real music or not and why do we even call real music music same thing with neil's music and mouth moods it is a mashup of music and it shows us how most songs are derivative most songs are unoriginal most mm. songs, if you just tweak them a little bit, can work together. So you have this very somber, sad track of Time by Hans Zimmer. This boom, boom, playing very quietly yeah. in the background. And then you have the YMCA lyrics, what? which take on a different it's really, tone. It's so, and then you have, yeah. you know... There's the, one that I really thought was good. I forget what was the under track, but they made... Uh, uh, All Star, yeah, was it All Star? They made it into kind of like a minor key almost, yes. and it sounded creepy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was can, great. Yeah, you can. You, they take Lincoln Park, and yeah. every song is is. They're not unique. They're not special. They're not gifted. They're not special people. You listen to Mozart. Yes, he's skilled. Yes, he's beautiful. His music is heartbreakingly beautiful. You listen to you know Sufjan Stevens. You listen to whatever Madonna. Pick the music. They're all skilled, gifted people, but their music is not unique. It is not the same. It is drawn from the same basic 12-tone scale, Western 12-tone scale, and you can only have so many combinations yeah. with that. There's yeah. a set limit. It so, is not special. It just comes down through somebody practicing and having skill. So you like the fact that in this yeah uh, it's unsettling it? because it's sh- it's mouth moods mouth moods it's uh, unsettling because yeah. he's pointing it, it out it pointing it out it draws attention to the sort of and people will go wow I never thought that would work together mm. right and, and yes that's good I'm glad you thought that but it shows us that yes pretty much anything can work together if you if you extenuate and stretch it enough or or twist it or put it together mash it up. You have that. So we'll play a track for you now. It's called Wow Wow. Um, And we'll just let you listen in. Some people call me the space cowboy. Wicked wild, wicked wild, wicked wicked wild, 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 wild,
rider. No, you don't want nada, nada. There's six gun in this, brother running this. Buffalo, 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 no, 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 no. Look you. Any damsel that's in distress, be out of distress when she meet gym dress. Rough neck, so go check the rough neck. So go watch your step or flex and get a hold in your dress. Spotting your buffalo, don't let your neck react. You don't want to see my hand where my hand be at. But James dress from the start of this, running the game. Artemis, taming the West. So remember the James. Now who you going to call? All right, so that was Neil Cesariga's Mouth Moods, Wow Wow. You can check it out. It's all up for free on YouTube, the whole album. It was released well, like a week ago as of today, I think, or maybe five days. I can't remember. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it comes from yeah. a very – but I enjoyed it in a pretentious way because uh, I'm yeah. curmudgeonly and old, and I don't like – <laughs> I don't like the fall. Okay, I'm granting again, but I just don't like this. The is the this is the uh, Alden weekly <laughs> weekly get off my lawn yeah, segment. Yeah. By I Alden. just don't. I just don't like. I just don't like this. You have because there's. It's always that like soulful asshole who's sitting there with his scravenly beard and his guitar and he's yeah. staring wistfully in distance. He goes, "Oh, and I've been down by the river, my love," and he puts a lot of soul and emphasis, and he's got that gravel in his voice and, it, and people are oh my god he's so talented and stuff it's all an act it's not real it's not there yes sure he feels that emotion but it is put upon there's it's just not there it's not i love how it, upset you are it this. drives me up the wall because it's such it, it i've seen so many people who have said i can't be a musician i've seen so oh. many people oh, I see where this say going, yeah. that they can't do music because they're not skilled enough. It's too late. They're too old. Yeah. Their music, they don't, they can't sing. All people say, I'm tone deaf. You're not tone deaf. If you're tone deaf, you wouldn't be able to tell your mom apart from your dad. If you're truly tone deaf, oh, you see. cannot understand. Like face blindness. Yeah, you're face yeah. blind. That's, if you're truly tone deaf, yeah. you are not tone deaf. Yeah, yeah. Right? I've met one tone deaf person in their life and it's really apparent that they're tone deaf. Huh. Um, so, like, it's, it's, it's so frustrating because it creates this artificial right. barrier. It's art is like this too. Art yeah. is this sort of idea of, oh, I'm not artistic. Do you think? Cause like it's I was, so pretentious. It's yeah. this just masturbatory like, oh, I'm just so, I have to suffer. People have to suffer. Yeah. Why do I have to suffer to make art? Can't I be George W. Bush making my naked bath oh, paintings? Well, yeah. I love that. Way to go, George W. Bush. You're expressing yourself. People <laughs> are laughing. Pretty, people, they're they're funny. There are people that are, they're <laughs> funny, but people are laughing at them. Not because the paintings are funny, which they are kind of funny. But because he's trying to express himself. Why? He's, he's an old man. He likes painting. Get the fuck off his back. Oh, he's not an actual artist. Fuck <laughs> Leave you. Leave George W. Bush, Bush alone. He is, he is an artist, though. He is. Everybody's an artist yeah. at their core. Everybody has the ability to create. And there's such a stigma, stigma against people wanting to express themselves. And they feel so limited by it. And it comes from this false, arrogant, asinine, horrible sort of... Mm, you, you have don't to like be, the pretense. Yeah, that just it's just so frustrating because it just makes me so mad that there are so many crushed opportunities. There's so yeah. many possibilities for people becoming <clears throat> better, more educated, more enriched in their life. You should always, always, always be able to make art. And if anybody says that your art is crap, you basically say, "Well, thank you for being critical. Thank you for your compliment, but you can fuck off right now because <laughs> I'm doing this." It's, um, it's, I'm sorry for swearing. It, it happens no, all the time, but it's like, it's, you apologize to me. <laughs> I apologize to my viewers. Um, it, it's, it's that, that bothers me so much. It just makes me, inf it's the one thing that I actually truly get mad about. Yeah. Which it's because it, I just hear it again and again and again. Uh, I play piano. Um, People listen to me play piano and they go, wow, then you're so skilled. I'm like, 
Thank you. So, but but it sounds it sounds like it's kind of like you're railing against because it's like musicianship. Yeah. I went I went to Fredonia, yeah. which <laughs> to Fredonia, <laughs> uh, but it has it's a very large music yeah. uh, music uh, program, mm. and I had a, a really good friend who mm. was a musician. Uh, two two guys. Uh, one was trombone, mm. one was uh, mm. trumpet, and they were like really good. Like yeah. and like, I had another friend Pat who like never went to class, never mm. did anything, <laughs> and he was he was straight up. He was very honest. So he's like, yeah, I'm like I'm okay, like I'm good. Yeah. But like compared to them, like they. They, they spend they spend all their time in the practice room. Yeah. They're yeah. doing like all That's this different stuff. They putting the work in. Like I don't want to yeah. do that. And I'm the he, same. he dropped out. Right. Yeah. That was the thing. And it's great. I have like more power yeah. to you to yeah. know that because I see a lot of like other music majors who are like you know, like yeah, I mean, yeah. you spend all this time and you're like yeah. if you're not you know, yeah if you're not practicing why are you bothering yeah right. That's the thing. So I get I get that. I, I feel like you're kind of like the thing that you're railing against is the fact that it's it's work. It's yeah. hard work. It's, it's hard not, work. It's not you know. And you think about like recently <laughs> there was a book that just came out called uh, Kanye West owes me three hundred dollars <laughs> by this guy. Um, uh, his his rap name was Hop, Hot Carl. Yeah. He's like a white Jewish rapper. It's really it was really interesting because mm. he gives you a, a a perspective into the early two thousands, mm. uh, not just about rap mm-hmm. scene, but also just music in general. And the fact about this guy Kanye is the fact that he worked super hard for yeah. it, right? And now yeah. he's like this star who's like yeah. going on yeah. crazy, you yeah. know, like poor guy. I hope yeah. he gets better, but. You know, like he, 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 everyone laughed at him. Yeah. But he worked hard and he it kept worked, on yeah, doing it, worked, it yeah. right? Um, and he was one that he was. He was the, genuine, right? Yeah, he said, he I want to do this. He was the right? most requested producer for a lot of hip hop artists in like yeah. the early 2000s. And again, like, that's the thing. Art is yeah. not a gift. Art does not come from a muse. Art does not, for me, it does not, it comes from painful, painful, hard, laborious work. And, like anything good in the world, like if you want to get in shape, people always go, I want to lose weight. I want to get in shape. Go exercise. Eat less. But that's yeah. hard. Give me a pill. Yeah. That's hard. Maybe so just... see, you're, you think like but, the idea between like the easy, like it comes to me easy yeah. versus And people use work. that as an excuse not yeah. to be an artist. They go, yeah. well, I was never good at... I feel like that that applies to like procrastination in yeah. general, right? It does. Yeah. And But I think that art gets a free pass from it because... Ah, uh, yeah. It, okay. it gets a free pass from the procrastination, right? It gets the free pass of like... Oh, you know, people go like, "Oh, I've never, I was never good at, uh, I was never good at art." Well, well did you ever practice? You practice. Did yeah, you ever yeah, practice? I get that. Right? Or like, it's the same thing with math. Math suffers from this weirdly too. Math people go like, "Oh, I'm not a math person." Yeah. Well, did you try? Yeah. Did you practice your math? No, but I'm not good at it. It's like you would well, be good. At, there you go. Wow, yeah. what a yeah, exactly. what a surprise, right? I get that. Yeah. It's so, it, and I'm guilty of this too because I'm not very good at math. But I never practiced. I'm not I never, either. Yeah, I've never. Pr- well, that's good. I never. I, never I know up to I know up to twenty. That's, <laughs> that's what I know. Um, but that's about it, right? So that's my long-winded rant. Um, I guess we can wrap up there. We've gone mouth moods. Mouth moods. Yeah. Neil Cicerega. He's on YouTube. I'll post a link. Um, and uh, cool. Yeah. Have yourself a wonderful evening, morning, lunch, um, siesta, 11Zs, brunch, breakfast. I think I already said breakfast. We're telling you that you look thin and that you need to eat some more. Yeah. But, you know, like, like what what is going on with you? I'm worried about your health. We're worried about you. We just want you to be healthy. We want you to be happy. We want you to be healthy. Go, go do something creative today. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Anything. Shit on a page. 
write down your thoughts about how much okay. you hit your boss. <laughs> Smear the excrement on the wall and write the letter. Um, play the flute through your nose. <laughs> Whatever it takes to do that art, you know, and maybe just do something normal, like a, a nice, a nice pastel painting, uh, a bit of poetry, light reading, something generative create right because only through creation and then the inevitable death of your dreams will new dreams be born whoa <laughs> mind blown